Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. One of my favorite guys, Brock Heward, when he didn't work at this company, I said, we got to go with that guy. He's good. Uh, played in the NFL behind uh, Peyton Manning. Um, was a great player for the Washington Huskies. So it, it is, I said the other day when I came on the air, I said, listen, I grew up a Husky fan. I'm going to try to be objective. <laughs> this is very hard because I love Michigan football. I love Texas football, but it's different for Washington. Panix is interesting. So I just did a segment saying, I don't want to hear about it. In the NFL, I don't care if it's Bo Nix, Panix, injuries, Caleb. We have five quarterbacks that can play. Top 12 teams, draft them. Figure it out. You can't win in this league without a quarterback. Would you worry about Panix's injuries? I look at it and I think to myself, the last two years, Brock, Heward, uh, Joe Burrow, season ends with injuries. I don't think Cincinnati regrets drafting him at all. I th- I would draft Panic's top three. I'd have no problem with it. What say you? Yeah, he's going to end up. I, I listened to Clat with you yesterday. Um, obviously, I love Joel. He sees all these guys as I do. He's out on that college football road. He's going to end up in the top ten, if not the top five. This is a great draft of offensive tackles. This is a great draft of wide receivers. But to your point, it doesn't matter what kind of beef you have protecting or what you have catching it, if that guy right there can't sling it down the field the way Penix can, and Colin, trust me on this, and I'm sure we'll talk again before the draft, but I can guarantee you this, over the evaluation of the next three months, you are going to hear what you heard after that game Monday night. This guy throws a ball differently than everybody else. I mean, there are not five guys, I tweeted this, there are not five guys in the NFL that spin a football at the spin rate that he does. And then the velocity that that creates. Remember one more thing, and any old quarterback will tell you this that got to play in college in the pros, there is nothing like throwing an NFL ball. Yeah. As nice a ball as Adidas makes and Nike makes and everybody else, nobody makes as good a ball as, as Wilson does for the NFL. They're the best. This guy does not throw a duck. 
everything is just a rocket line drive, perfect spiral. You, you don't see him ever throw anything with a wobble. He's doing that with a college ball. Wait till he gets to the NFL, to the Senior Bowl, through this evaluation. You're going to hear from GMs. You're going to hear from scouts. You're going to hear it on your show. This guy spins a football just about unlike anyone other than maybe Mahomes, Josh Allen, Herbert, Matthew Stafford. And I don't got many more fingers to get beyond five because that's how talented he is at throwing that pigskin. So Washington's always recruited well, but not necessarily Texas-Bama well. So I had told my Husky friends before the season, I'm going to go up and watch a game. I think they're a nine-win team. I didn't see them as a national championship team because I thought they had one great edge rusher but didn't have a ton of NFL yep. bodies and depth. So I'm surprised they're here. I, maybe I'm too cynical. Are you your former Gatorade player of the year in Washington State? You're a Husky forever. Are you su- surprised they're in the natty? I am surprised. I thought they'd be an 11-win team. I thought last year they were an 11-win team, bringing back everybody they brought back. I thought they could get to 11, but I thought this gauntlet of SC and Utah and Oregon State and in Oregon and ultimately a Pac-12 title game and everything that they've had to do to put together the greatest season in the history of that university. I sat Monday night watching the game with Shane Pawakoa. You remember yeah, Shane safety. back in 91, the starting safety. His yep. shoulder pads were the size of a aircraft carrier. Yep. And I looked at him. I said, Shane, you all went 11-0. and You went 11-0. and Remarkable. Cal was a tough game. A couple at Nebraska, an amazing game. And then you got a month off and you got to 12-0 and and you got to beat Michigan for that 91 national title. These boys, can you imagine if in 91 you had to go 12-0 and and then you had to play Cal again and then you had to play <laughs> Michigan and then you had to play somebody else in Miami again? I mean, you just, they've never done it. They've never been to this kind of mountaintop. So it is remarkable. The QB and the receivers are phenomenal. The offensive line's the best in college football. And I'm glad you mentioned that edge rusher, Colin, because I don't think they win. I don't think they win on Monday night. They certainly would not win and have a chance to win this upcoming Monday night without Braylon Trice. Yeah. Eight pressures, two sacks, yeah. forced fumble, fumble recovery, a motor that doesn't stop. And much like the Kansas City Chiefs on defense have gotten away with a couple good D linemen over the yeah. last few years, it's kind of the same way with the Washington defense, man. He's the only one that's going to make a lot of money and play on Sundays on that defensive side of the ball but he plays a position where you feel his impact. So I, I did say, uh, I didn't think Texas, I thought Washington matched up with Texas really well. Uh, the Texas yep. weakness is the Husky strength. I think Michigan matches up with Washington pretty well, which is they can do yep. time of possession football. They don't have to throw it a ton. Um, they can kind of grind you down. And frankly, they have a much better secondary than Texas. You're not going to get any cheap stuff over the top. So I think, to me, it's a very close, lower-scoring game. Um, and by the way, they have seven, six, seven blowouts. National champions, historically, blow out about seven teams. Washington's in a mm-hmm. wild, crazy ending every weekend. Have, has Washington met their match with Michigan? Let's talk Wolverines. What do you see? Yeah, I got to see them early in the year. Much like when I saw Texas twice this season, I'm like, yeah, these these dudes are just they're just built different. I mean, they got so much depth, so much of what you talked about earlier, like an SEC team off the bus with all of these NFL bodies and D linemen and front seven guys. This is the best Michigan front that I have ever seen in covering my 17 years of college football. They've got four defensive ends that are all dudes. They got four defensive tackles that are dudes. They've got a 250 pound linebacker that's a dude. So they've got and brought in an NFL kind of mind and mindset to that scheme that I, once again I heard Clat talking about yesterday, and he nailed it. 
I mean, it is an NFL mindset, and and they play like the Ravens do defensively, and they got horses up front to get after yep. Michigan has not seen a Washington. You know, Penn State can't throw it. Ohio State this year with Kyle and just their O-line, they couldn't throw it. They have not seen a Washington team, and Washington has not seen a Michigan team. They've seen good fronts, and Oregon's a good front, and Texas is a good front. They've not seen this front. And then conversely, Colin, they have not seen the force of these guys offensively. Think about Michigan. To me, they're the Ravens. And it shouldn't be a surprise. They've got bloodlines. Yeah. <laughs> right? The Harbaugh's run both of them. Watching Jack Harbaugh and his beautiful wife on the field after the game, man, the Harbaugh, the apple did not fall far from any tree, and yeah. you know who they are. Yeah. And when I see Michigan, I see Baltimore. Unapologetic bullies want to just define the game at the line of scrimmage. And much like John's built the best team at doing that in the NFL, it feels like right now, uh, Jim has certainly done the same in Ann Arbor. All right, great parlay for you this weekend. Thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook, new users. The code is HERD. That's me, H-E-R-D, when you download the app. And that takes two minutes. All right, my parlay pick of the week via DraftKings Sportsbook. Texans at the Colt. Texans minus one. I think they're the better team, better quarterback. I'm going to take the Texans like I did last week to win straight out. Bears at the Packers. Green Bay minus three. I know Eber, Flus, and Justin Fields feel like they're playing for their job, but Green Bay's dominated the series. Better coach, better offense. I take the Packers to win about 27-20. Bills minus three at Miami. I like Buffalo. Dolphins without Nick Chubb, no pass rush. Buffalo wins by a touchdown. Want to take the herd parlay? H-E-R-D parlay? Check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, code is herd when you download the app. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. See show notes for full details. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I got to ask you, you're uniquely qualified to talk about Russell Wilson. So you followed him for years in Seattle. Uh, You were doing your morning show. Every morning you talked about, you know, the Seahawks and Russell. And now he's in Denver where you reside with your beautiful family. And it's not gone well. And I I, I said, and I don't have, I have a little bit of insight because I know Sean because I spent so much time with him here. I said their personalities are different. Sean is outspoken. Uh, He is authentic. He's raw. And he'll just tell you how he feels. Um, I would say Russell's almost relentlessly optimistic, um, and he's not—he's gonna—he's gonna compartmentalize it. Sean's not going to. So their their personalities are different. That's not the end of the world. But I also think um, Russell's not quite Taysom Hill, the athlete, or Breeze, the thrower. And I kind of feel like at the very beginning, Sean just said, "This isn't work for me." Like he didn't give Russell—I'm yeah. not saying he didn't give him a chance, but I just—I—I'm not shocked by this. Are you? Not at all. Not at all. And you knew that this would be a difficult marriage for everything that you just said. In the first four or five games of the year, they tried to play it like Sean wants to, right? A lot of check with me's, a lot of language, uh, a, a lot of verbiage, a lot of things to handle. And they were one in five in an absolute mess. Yeah. And then he said, okay, forget this because I'm a pretty darn good coach. And if I need to go back to the Pete Carroll way and throw it 20 times to 25 and rely on our defense and run the ball and just run it on unapologetically, we'll do that. And then they won, what, four or five or five yeah. or six and got themselves back in the hunt. And then the defense slowed down and the takeaways slowed down. And then all of a sudden it was like, ooh, this is not, this is just not good enough. Yeah. And, you know, contractually with the situation there that's been well documented, they've got to make this decision and they got to make it this March. They don't have another season to wait and make the decision. Sean went to the owners and said, yep, this is just, this is just not going to work. You know, we can't just expend this amount of money and we're going to have to eat a whole bunch. And at this stage, at 35 into 36, he's not as dynamic. He's not the wizard that I got to watch for so many years in this prime con that was so much fun. He's just not that guy anymore. And, uh, yeah, you kind of felt a guy in neutral the way that Russell lives, a guy that lives in peaks and valleys and very emotional as Sean is. This is going to be very hard to see long-term how that marriage would work. Brock Heward, Fox Sports football analyst, Seahawks, Colts, college football for us at Fox. We love what he does. It's great seeing you as always, my man. Enjoy the new year. Health and happiness to you and your family. And are the Huskies going to go 15-0? Are they going to win a national title, I, Mr. I, Cowherd? I, I, felt, I, I really thought they matched up with Texas. I don't know if yep. they do with Michigan. I, it'll I'll be a one-possession game, I'll tell you that. Yeah, it'll, it'll be a fourth-quarter game, you know, and we're going to have a lot of fun watching it. Yeah, and Washington is built that if they play poorly and they're down 10 going into the fourth, oh, they can come back. They're built to throw 25 straight yep. times. They're, they're fine with that completely. Wild. Brock, good seeing you. going to be fun. Yeah. See you, bro. Yeah, like, like Alabama with Jalen Milrow is not really built to play from behind. You know, Texas would, could play from behind. Uh, I don't think Michigan's built to play from behind because they don't have the receivers, the vertical receivers. Texas and Washington, I mean, prime example, Texas was outplayed the whole game. They came roaring back quickly. Texas and Washington are built to enter the fourth down 10 and could win by seven. Michigan and Bama are not built. It's not just a McCarthy thing. They don't have elite. There's not a single receiver for Michigan. Maybe one guy. Number one for Michigan gets into Washington's receiving rotation. He doesn't start. 
They, I mean, Washington is three NFL receivers, offensive coach who's brilliant, quarterback, first round left tackle. It's an all. It's a college all star team offensively. Well, it's weird. They flashed on the screen the stat that Michigan had not trailed in the fourth quarter all season against Bama, and then of course McCarthy takes him down the field for the touchdown. So they faced a little adversity. A little. Um, but they're not, I would say, if, if you entered the game next Monday, Washington leads 27-17 entering the fourth. That's not good for Michigan. <laughs> yeah, down but if, the But if it ended up 27-7 Michigan, Washington had the ball to start in fourth, I'd be like, they're fine. They, I mean, they moved the ball. Like, I mean, I've watched seven of their games. Washington moves the ball. Like, it's just, it's, it looks like a pro offense. Was it's, it weird that... Texas came out slinging it on the first possession. I think you were no, starting like I think they, I think, But why would you do that? Because you can Texas, dominate the trenches. Yeah, the football. But Texas also has a first-round NFL wide receiver and a world-class I don't know. They, they started out behind the eight. Now, now Alabama, I would just run the ball. Well, Michigan's going to run the ball. They're coming out, and they're going to yeah. run it right down. Control the clock. Get the lead. That's the move. And if, I'm not saying like, Michigan, you know, But Michigan lacks a vertical threat. And that's that's the weakness compared to Washington. Yeah, yeah. Sure. No, I mean compared to Texas or Washington. They, yes, they, they don't have a vertical threat. So Michigan has to play a certain way, and they're so loaded they can play that way. They can play the way they want to. Win. I don't know. But Listen. this Penn State and Ohio State's offense compared to Washington, it, it is not even close. I'm fairly certain they ran three trick plays uh, against Alabama, so they're willing to dip into the bag of tricks. No, Harbaugh. Always I think is. they're creative. I, I'm not. I think Michigan's got this game. I like Michigan. Now, I don't know about the four and a half, but I like Michigan. I'm not. I have a you friend. I have a friend who yeah. took Washington seven to one to win it all and bet a lot. And he's gonna. <laughs> he's gonna do really game. well. That's that's in play for sure. Uh, J Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. All right, so we got some stuff happening with the Eagles today. We know they're reeling, and there's been a lot of A.J. Brown drama, Ooh, drama. Which we talked about yesterday. Drama. Um, people thought that his his frustration was directed at Nick Sirianni, but A.J. Brown addressed the media today, attempting to squash it. I have nothing but respect for him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because not all coaches do that. You know what I'm saying? So, like, bro, bro we ride with Nick. We ride with Brian. We just got to come out. We just got to play ball. That's all it is. It's either one person messing up or something like that. And I'm not saying that somebody just trying to mess up, but it happened. We human. You know what I'm saying? So, like, but like I said, it's highs and lows, and you see the glimpses. So that's why I'm like, but we right there. We right there. Despite everything, despite everybody saying this or saying that, like, we right there. And, and we know we are. And that's the only thing that matters. Is we know. They got to get him the ball. They got to do more. I mean, it, this is about the defense, Colin. I know it's not sexy to talk about the lack of defense. They can't stop anybody. I mean, the Cardinals rushed for like what, two hundred yards, hundred seventy-five. Cardinals, Cardinals had thirty-two first downs. You know how many times they punted? That has to be one of the top five percent yeah. of first down attainment all year. They didn't punt against the Eagles not once. Like they couldn't force a punt against Kyler, your boy Kyler Murray. Kyler I mean, Murray's great. Stop. Look at the second half charts uh, for the drives. No, like, I saw touchdown, it. touchdown, touchdown. I know. Like, I, it was. What's but again, that, again, they, Connor's great. Kyler's great. They have a great young Colin, tight end. You're a four-win team. You're playing at home with the division and the number two seed at stake. Well, this is inexplicable. I think the guy decide, or we haven't mentioned his name, Matt Patricia. Remember, two weeks ago, he got the promotion to being calling the defense. Remember Matt Patricia, the rocket yeah. scientist? Guy's a disaster. Uh, all right, let's move on. Uh, the Titans. <laughs> oh, boy, full-scale rebuild happening here. Now, 
there are reports that people are starting to ask, hey, well, well, Vrabel look to get the hell out of Dodge before this ship sinks. Um, obviously, the Patriots moving on from Belichick would open room for uh, Vrabel there. Um, clearly, Vrabel is not happy right now. Here's some video. It sucks to lose, Gentry. Uh, Trey, you ever need to show you anything? Uh, did you have another thought or no? I'm just curious. Why? Well, it sucks. Losing. Awful. That's why I want to win. Because you don't sleep. You want to win for the players that bust their tail. That's it. I love Vrabel. I, really I like do. that mentality. Losing sucks. I like, really like him. I mean, you know, now, now that Brady works at Fox, I wonder if he could introduce me and Vrabel. You and Vrabel? You think you guys would be I, boys? I, I, I think Vrabel would like me. I want to hang out with Vrabel. So, Tom, yeah. Tom's busy. Uh, Vrabel. He's got a lot going on. Um, you know, Vrabel he, out here. Interesting. To where? Chargers? Vrabel with... He, he, I like Vrabel, but come on. We need an offensive guy here for the Chargers. Um, can I make this about me real quick? Um, no, no, so, nobody wants to hear that. Yeah, no. I, it's interesting. You know, I think you... No, really. definitely not. Let's, no, no, no. But, 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 Let's come on. move on to the next one, then. The Knicks. <laughs> now, now. we got to talk about this one. The Knicks. Maybe You know, they made that trade over the weekend. and uh, Yeah, what did you we make of that really got, trade? Okay, so that's why we're talking about this. So OG Ananobi goes to the Knicks in exchange for R.J. Barrett, who I like. Um, he's expensive, Emmanuel though. R.J.'s expensive. Well, R.J., uh, he's good. Um, Barrett, quickly. And, and the Knicks get OG Ananobi, who made his debut last night. 17.6 boards, two steals. They beat the, the vaunted T-Wolves, who were actually pretty good. Um... It seems like this probably isn't the final Knicks move. Remember, they have a lot of trades. Yes. Uh, a lot of draft picks that they could trade. Um, you know what's funny about this? Everybody had a... St- I, I stayed away. Everybody had a super strong opinion on the Raptors and the Knicks trade. And my takeaway is it was solid for both. Yeah. I didn't think anybody... Wa- I thought... I looked at it and I'm like, there's no superstars well, in that group. It, it's a. I thought both teams got what they want. Here's where it's interesting. A year ago, if you look, the Toronto Raptors media, the NBA media were saying, the Raptors can get three first-round picks for OG Ananobi. You can go look this up on the internet. The Raptors GM is awesome at feeding the media info, and they just parrot it out. Three first-round picks? Are you kidding? They got two players in a second. OG Ananobi is a solid role player. He's yeah. a perfect three, right? Three yeah. or four? Um, I don't know that the Knicks won this deal because I like R.J. Barrett. We've seen two guys who went uh, early and they just didn't pan out as a number one. Andrew Wiggins is the perfect case. Number one in Minnesota, right? Eh, Middling, he's okay. They're not going anywhere. He goes to Golden State and he's their third best player. And what happens? They win a championship. You're telling me R.J. Barrett can't be like the third best player on a championship team? Oh, absolutely. Why not? Now, he's only like 23, but I like Barrett a lot. I felt like the Knicks sold a little early on him. I don't know, man. Well, I think they liked him. They got something in return. But if you look at the trade, ask yourself, is there a transformational player? Is there a Jokic, a Giannis? No. 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 So people go crazy on these trades. And my takeaway is the Knicks have shown patience for the first time in 30 years. I mean, they've been kind of patient recently. Maybe too patient. Well. They weren't going to give up R.J. Barrett last year for Donovan Mitchell. Remember that Donovan Mitchell was like on the market? Well, there's new information. There's new information. I, I, I just looked at it and I thought Toronto's always been well run, so they didn't get housed. And I looked what I looked to what the Knicks got, and I thought it was good players. I, I just everybody had this oh this team won that team. I thought they both did fine. Yeah, so there's not always a winner and a loser. I in think a deal. most trades there's not. I, I just 
I don't know. I don't love this for the Knicks. And I and I honestly, we we haven't talked about it, but um, someone on ESPN went after Jalen Brunson over the holiday break. Why? We haven't got into it. Oh, he, he can't win with a small point guard. He's not a number one. All this stuff, and then she had to walk it back. But there's just a lot of shots being taken at the Knicks. Well, Jalen Brunson some jabs because they haven't won anything in a well, while. Well, historically, Steph Curry uh, is rare. Yeah. Isaiah Thomas, Isaiah Thomas, Steph Curry, where your small guys win. That's that's yeah. true. Yeah, it's not like big guys automatically win. They need help too. Like, well, everybody uh, needs help. People are Michael Jordan Brunson. needed help. Listen, Michael Jordan needed a ton of help. But this idea that the Knicks are going nowhere and Jalen Brunson can't No, do I think it. they're like, actually a good, solid team. In fact, in New York City today, if you asked me the roster I liked, it would be the New York Knicks. Over who? Everybody. Oh, Jets, Jets. I mean, everybody. That's, that's Knicks, fair. Mets, Jet, uh, Jets. I mean, Yankees have obviously I mean, some players, but... I- you know, when it gets to the postseason, can they beat the Bucs in the series? I, I don't know. Well, I mean, who can beat the Bucs? Maybe Boston Celtics? and Denver. Bucs yeah. are maybe the third best team in the league. I mean, so, there's, And that's the problem, Knicks fans. They're like, well, what are we doing? We're not winning the championship. Well, okay, but that, again, Green Bay's not winning the championship this year. But it's a step. Green Bay's good, may get okay. into the playoffs. So I look at the Knicks and I think, don't rush it. This is a very nice roster. Can the Knicks win a playoff series? Well, they've shocked Cleveland last year. Yeah. I think they'll win a playoff series. Okay. But you're right. This is the first step. Now yes. they need to go out and... Yeah, make- I think they need... I mean, to me, they need to get another big-time player. I think Jalen Brunson's terrific. Okay, so let's say they got Carl Anthony Towns. And Minnesota's driving... I don't think but, that's the answer. Well, wait a minute. Their, their salary cap situation is going to get ugly. Um... Let's say the Knicks got Carl Anthony Towns. All right. Who is the one on that team? Br- Brunson? No, Jalen Brunson. Well, okay, no, 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 time out. Oh. Jalen Brunson's the quarterback. Football term. Carl Anthony's your great tight end. He's He can be the finisher. I think the beginning and the end of this franchise starts with Jalen Brunson. His IQ, his toughness, his distribution, his dependability, his commitment. I think the franchise yeah. centers around. 100%. By the way... Doesn't have to be your best player. D. Wade wasn't as dominating as Shaq. He won titles. D. Wade wasn't as good as LeBron. He won titles. D. Wade was the soul of the Heat. In the big dominant moments, he wasn't the best player. But he was the soul of the franchise. Jalen Brunson, you have to you have to be able to figure out and decipher. Steph is the soul of the Warriors. KD for three years was arguably the finisher. Yeah. So it doesn't matter about that. LeBron's been both. He can be the soul and the best. But in the end, Jalen Brunson's the soul of the franchise. Don't move him. You can move all the pieces around him. Keep that kid. Just so we know, Luka Doncic with Jalen Brunson got to the Western Conference Finals. They lose Brunson. Never been the same. Didn't make the playoffs last year. I'll just leave it at that. I'm a a Luka guy. I like Brunson a lot. That's who I want leading my team. Yeah, he's he's just he's he's just. Your quarterback doesn't have to be your doesn't have to be like Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen, your greatest athlete. But is he the soul of the franchise? And I, I think Jalen Brunson, I have no problem keeping him for 10 years and building around him. He's Villanova, overcome, tough, committed, dad played in the league. I think I covered his dad for a couple years. Yeah, I think I, I did. Rick, that, Rick Brunson? Yeah, that's how old I am. I think I did with the Blazers. Uh, J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. You have to, you have to Google that, Ryan. I, I swear... His dad played for the Blazers. He 100% played in the league. Well, I know he played in the league. Did he play with the Blazers when I covered him? We're going to play a game next. Fields or the field? It's the Herd. Want more Herd? The Herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search Herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. 
all happening in only one place. This League Uncut, the new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So I've said before, everybody in this world we live in now is, is so juvenile. Like, if you don't love a player, you hate him. I don't hate Justin Fields, but you're going to have to pay him soon. He's missed 11 starts, and only Zach Wilson has been less accurate as a thrower. So there are limitations, and they have a number one pick. So, But the way it works is if you don't love somebody and give them flowers, you hate them. Very few quarterbacks, I'm like, ugh. I mean, I even look at Baker Mayfield, and like I said, I'd give Baker a three-year deal. I got no problem with that. Uh, now, I wouldn't give Gardner Minshew a three-year deal, <laughs> but so we're going to play Fields or the field, for these quarterbacks. Now, we consider everything. Health, what do you make? Do I have to pay you? How accurate? We consider Mm. everything. There's some tough ones on here. This is good. Would you rather have Justin Fields or Caleb Williams? No, I don't think this is the hard one. I think Caleb's a much better prospect, a much more accurate thrower. This year, and USC, in the last two years, has had one like really legit receiver. 41 touchdowns, five picks. That's this season. He's a remarkable talent. It's not. I don't even think it's that close. Uh, I would agree. But this one is going to take some people okay. off. And take your time here. Which quarterback would you rather have, Justin Fields or Jaden Daniels? Let me ask you a question. What does Jaden Daniels average this year at LSU per rush? I don't know. 7.5. I don't know. 
eight and a half yards. He's a burner, well, he and he's did. a more accurate thrower of the football, and he's free for four years. If, so you're, I get the better thrower, an equal runner. Now, Fields has the better body, but I think Jaden Daniels is a terrific player. Yeah, I know people are going to be upset, but I think Daniels is probably the right answer. I don't have to pay him for four I years. I know Bears fans, you don't want to roll the dice. What do you mean roll the dice? Like... He's going to be good. Justin Fields, we've seen it for three. We got three years of data on Justin He's Fields. He's 10 and 27. Would you, which quarterback would you rather have, Justin Fields or Michael Penix uh, Jr.? Penix is a significantly different thrower of the football. Now, does he have an injury history? Yes. Fields has missed 11 games. I mean, he's not there every Sunday. So, uh, Fields completed hmm. 60% of his throws. Is, yeah. Again, you're, uh, you, 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 we can talk about all we want running. What makes Lamar Jackson amazing, he's terrific from the pocket. You've got to be able to deliver from the pocket. Penix is a man. It looks like Tua. Now, I'll ask this, though, on Penix. I don't know that he's going to thrive the way Daniels or Caleb would in any system. I wonder if Penix, I mean, he's really set up in Washington, right, with the superstar receivers, good play calling. Yeah. I don't know that, like, Michael Penix could go to the Chicago Bears and do really well next year. Do you? Well, I don't know. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not. I'm, what I'm saying is all this YouTube run-around stuff, what makes Lamar great is he's really effective from the pocket. Mm. He can throw the ball. That's Justin Fields has struggled with that. Okay. Uh, now, the, now, out of the college, guys, which quarterback would you rather have next year, Justin Fields or Kirk Cousins coming off the Achilles? Let me just state again. Kirk Cousins led the NFL last year, the entire sport, with eight game-winning drives. He led the NFL this year in yards per game passing. <laughs> I'm he's sorry. But he's coming off an Achilles. I, there's no. If he wasn't, it'd be a slam dunk. It's kind of a coin flip because of his Achilles injury. But again, if you're asking me who can sit in the pocket and complete passes, this one's the closest of all of them. Because if, if, if not for the, the Achilles worries me. And what about is, at his age? I, mean, I know. That's what I'm saying. I could go either way on this. Without the Achilles injury, I take Kirk. Kirk, Kirk's one like Kirk wins sixty five percent of his games. I don't know that that stuff matters. Like, where are is he now? I think you can build around Fields. I think you got maybe two good years of Kirk Cousins. Well, we didn't. We didn't do this game based on tarmac. We did it based on today. So I'm saying for two years, close Cousins. Okay. Uh, Justin Fields or Ryan Tannehill? Justin Fields. Yeah. Tannehill's 11 years older, and I think I don't. I've never thought. Tannehill's a, a really good athlete playing quarterback. I never quite. Yeah, he's got, a converted wide receiver. I yeah, think I, played, I, I think I'd, yeah. I'd take Fields' spectacular athleticism. All right, this one uh, interesting. Justin Fields or Russell Wilson? Again, this because of Russell's contract, it worries me. But we have to be fair to Russell. He led the NFL in fourth quarter comebacks. He's leading it. Let me have four this year. Yeah, and he also has uh, four game-winning drives this year. We have to be fair to Russell. Russell is still a passer rating in the mid-90s. Justin's is in the mid-70s. So we have to be fair, despite all the criticism. He's a highly effective. He completes an incredible number. He's athletic enough to move the pocket, and he completes an incredible yeah. number of passes. So he put up good stats with Sean Payton. And he doesn't miss games. Justin Fields is with Luke Russell Edson does not miss starts. I don't, I don't know. I can't ride with you there. Justin Fields or Gardner Minshew? Justin Fields. Gardner's a, a really, really good backup. That's not close. And finally, your favorite quarterback of all time, Justin Fields or Baker Mayfield? Okay, so it's very, very close. Who would you take? Uh, Justin Fields. I, I went back and forth. I this. mean, Baker's been on with his third, fourth team? No. I mean, Fields. 
Makers completing 65% of his throws, has 28 touchdown passes and 4,000 yards. He's having a great season. No You're the doubt. defensive coach. And his team's going to make the playoffs. Evans and Godwin, yes, he's got great weapons. It's, I think it's very close. You're going Baker? I think right. it's, I think, again, I think it's a coin flip, but you're telling me Baker's already led a team. It's fun. It's like, folks, Baker has a chance to lead an AFC and an NFC team to the playoffs. Justin's 10 and 27. What? Okay. It's the data. It's That's the numbers. He's completing 65% of his throws. Well, what do you want me to do? Well, it's Mike Evans. DJ Moore's in Chicago. DJ Moore's good. He's really good. Yeah. So I, I take him over. I take him over. Um, Tannehill, I take him over Gardner Minshew. I take him over who I take him over Tannehill. I, I do think the cousins Not thing. Not a resounding vote of confidence there. Why am I where where am I wrong? Um I think Cousins, Russ, and Baker are all coin flips, and I would probably lean Fields just because he's And younger. all of them? I would like to see give Fields a chance at another venue. Yeah, no, no, another, no, 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 another no. Team. I totally agree. Yeah. Like if you're Atlanta, are you picking Fields or Cousins next year? Well, I think Fields fits Atlanta, so I would take Fields in Atlanta. Okay, Seattle, you taking Cousins or Fields next year? Oh, uh, Cousins. They all they have all the receivers. Just complete the ball down the field. Hmm. I don't need an athlete. I got athletes all over the perimeter I mean, in Seattle. When is Cousins going off the Achilles? Well, I don't know. Yeah, Seattle's got Metcalf and Lockett. In Jigba, Noah Fant, two good backs. Just get the ball upfield and let my guys make plays. There. It, it, this stuff's close. Spirited. Spirited. We'll see you tomorrow. It's the herd. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.